Hello and welcome to the Daily Dose of Dopamine podcast brought to you by Wiggle in partnership with Calm, Campaign Against Living Miserably. Now, as always, I'm your host, Jamie Lang. And before we start, I want to tell you a little bit about the series. Now, if you haven't gone back and listened to the other episodes, please do. Now, online sports retailer Wiggle and suicide prevention charity Calm have come together to create this bite-sized daily podcast specifically for post-marathon listening. Now, in a bit to tackle the post-marathon blues, the Daily Dose of Dopamine podcast has been designed to see you through the post-race slump and ensure that you're always up for the next challenge. As always, I'm joined by this hunk of gold with his caramel hair and his fake beard. Nah, real beard. It's a real beard. It's a real beard. It's Chris Robshaw. Nice to see you, my colleague. Oh, look, we're getting closer. Look at that. <laughs> we're, not, we're not at a friend's level yet. We're, we're colleagues. Colleagues? Yeah, we'll, we'll say colleagues. We've got a few episodes to become yeah, friends. Okay. When will I know... God, wouldn't that be a great ending? On episode eight, if you if you suddenly went, my friend. My friend, it's been a fun day. Oh my God, that is everything that I want and all the listeners want. Now, as your aches start to fade and your blisters are healing, we're going to be thinking about ways to keep fit, healthy, and be social post-marathon on today's episode. Now, we're all aware of the benefits of exercise on our mental health. Physical activity releases those feel-good hormones, and boy, are they good. They make you feel better in yourself and help you manage stress and negative thinking. So it's important you don't give up and chuck those trainers in the bin after marathon, no matter how knackered they might look or how much you can't stand the sight of them. Now can be a great time to think about the ways to enjoy exercise without a goal, without always pushing to be faster or go further, and without a medal at the end of it. Calm's running experts say, joining a running group or community can really help build your confidence. It's a great way to meet people who are at the same level as you and make friends. You'll learn loads of new running routes and it can motivate you because you have people to hold you accountable. Just having people around you to remind you that you're doing a great job is really important. I feel like that sounds like a really good idea, especially if you've been training solo for the last few months and been on this sort of personal journey. Is that right? Yeah, and sport is so big for that. Um, the social side of sport is so important. I think that's one of my prime reasons why I, I love sport so much because some of my best friends are people I've played with in, in different sports or activities throughout my time. And yeah, when you've been running on your own, in the wet, in the cold, dark months, it's sunny now this is a great time you want to be outside kind of on the parks in the commons whether that be a running club to playing a different sport on a bike whatever it be it's now the fun time to be playing sport you you've done the hard work you've done this amazing challenge so now properly enjoy it and when i when we spoke last last episode i spoke about cycling and you know what the other day i i tried for the first time is paddle tennis Oh my God, it's phenomenal. It's it, the greatest sport in the world. It is so good. And you know what? I'm a, I'm a paddle player now. I played once. I'm like, oh my God. that's me. I'm done. It's like a mix me. between squash and tennis. It's brilliant. I imagine it's like the old fashioned, is it fives or real tennis or is that type of thing? Uh, maybe we do that next. We'll, okay, we'll do our tandem bike and a paddle. Oh my a God. Paddle game. But it's true though. I think what happens is, is that you've done this run. So, you know, we're post-marathon now and people are thinking, what do I do next? And maybe thinking about like a sport that you played at school, rediscovering what you used to play is a really good idea whether it's tennis golf squash uh, badminton whatever it may be what sports did you play at school when you were younger i played played a lot of sports really i was i always wanted to be out playing sport if it's a ball a racket whatever it be i'll try pick it up and play uh obviously rugby predominantly i played football bit of golf bit of hockey i have played squash 
athletics, all, all that kind of stuff. I would, tr- I would try it all. Were you good at football? I was all right. Yeah, I was okay. I mean, I, I was no um, no top top player, unfortunately, but I could I could play a little bit. And now, though, it's funny when when we'd play football as like a warm up in rugby, and the amount of excitement would come out was was phenomenal, and it'd be kind of forwards v backs. Mm. and the backs his touches were amazing and apparently they'd all had a trial at some academy and the forwards are literally whacking the ball over the fence and playing the old long ball strategy and uh, sly tackling and all, just basically trying not to hurt the backs but yeah we enjoy it is there anything else that you feel like you'd want to get into have you ever done swimming before uh i wouldn't say i'm particularly good at swimming i i can swim but i find it incredibly tough i'm a little bit i'm quite heavy uh, yeah. dense dense to be in the pool um so yeah swimming's not my not my thing but like i said after this cycle maybe the, the only thing next is the swim and then the triathlete the oh triathlon. my god the triathlon uh, do that but they they look impossible don't they don't, are fit those people why don't we get on our tandem bike at twickenham bike to dover and then swim the channel is that a good let's, idea? Let's do one thing at a time. Maybe, okay. we, maybe right. we do paddle before before the swim the channel. I played a lot of sport at school. I was a sportsman, and um, I checked my I checked the school records. I still hold the javelin record. It can't be that good, can it? It's unbelievable. I still hold it. So it's unbelievable. Nineteen ninety nine, I think it was, and I threw the javelin thirty four point two meters. Still hold the record. That's impressive. Yeah, to lots of people it is. It's to people <laughs> yeah. listening, it's unbelievable. Through the cricket ball, fifty-two meters when I was uh, eleven years old. What was your main sport? Rugby. Uh, cricket ball throwing. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, rugby was my main sport. I loved rugby more than anything, but I got injured playing it, and that was, you know, it was it was really tough. But now, having got older, what I like to do now is pick up a sport that I haven't played before, like paddle. I love it. Or, or golf. I started. I played loads when I was younger. Stopped doing it and started picking up again. And I think that's a kind of a great way for people who have done the marathon go and start playing other sports again. And that sort of social activity because you do it with friends. It's the best. We, we touched on it before that we're always on our phones. People are busy and all that stuff. And I, I play a bit of golf. And unfortunately, over the winter, I don't really play. And with the marathon, I haven't really played. But it's probably the only time I go out with my mates. We all put our phones down and we actually talk. Yeah. And we're actually very open ways. You go for dinner. Someone's on the phone. Someone's called. Someone has to run off. Whereas when you go out and play, you're kind of like, it's just you guys for four hours. You take the mick out of each other. You laugh. You then don't see each other for six months. And then you kind of catch up and it's yeah. that kind of thing. And it's finding something where you can do that. Have you ever played golf by yourself? I have done, yes. It's so boring. It is very boring. I was very good that day, though. So was I. Yeah. <laughs> I played by myself. I was unbelievable that day and no one saw it. I know, exactly. It's yeah. terrible. Now, if you don't want to get rid of those goals completely and find them helpful motivation like so many of us, then a good idea is to try and set yourself smaller, manageable goals. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. You just need to be out there and doing it. You don't have to be the best. Uh, you don't have to be man of the match. Were you ever man of the match? Every now and then, really. But so, it's nice. Every every now and then, rarely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't remember exactly. Uh, but I've had, a, I've had a couple, but it's... Look, I, I'm competitive. There are there are things where look, there are some things you want to do just to try and enjoy it, and there's other things where you want to push yourself. And unfortunately, as sports people and stuff, we we get quite competitive. Yeah, um, and we say we're not going to do it, but as soon as yeah, your juices get going and you're into it, and it's the same with a marathon. That kind of I prepared for this time, and I know when I get there, I'm going to want to be. Oh, I'm going to go a bit quicker, and mm. those last five minute uh, miles. 
I'm sure I'll crash and burn. But it's funny, when the pressure's off, though, it feels a bit different, doesn't it? When you're not in an England game, you're not doing a marathon where you're clocked or whatever it is, it feels a bit to the pressure's off a little bit. Yeah, very much so. Um, if I was to go play a bit of touch with my mates, it's yeah, a very different situation to playing in front of 80,000 people. Yeah, yeah. I think the only time I've touched a rugby ball since retiring in June is at a photo shoot. Really? Um, yeah, I've, I've not been out and had a kick around or anything like that yet. I'm sure there'll be that time. I got asked to play in some of the, the old kind of Legends games and stuff like that. And you going to do it? Oh, my bot, not not like you. You see, you got hurt, didn't you? Yeah, but listen, I, I still carried on, broke three ribs and just went through it because... I don't want to um, break three ribs. Yeah, you know? I break three ribs and I continue. You wouldn't play in the Legends game? Well, I, dislo- I finished with like a dislocated shoulder. I dislocated it three times in 18 months. I, <sighs> I've lost 7kg. Or and I always think when you're playing and you're training for it, you still get injured. So if I'm Imagine. just doing the odd 5K, a bit of bicep welds, cross trainer, paddle, whatever it be, tennis, my body is not conditioned to play rugby. Right, guys, that is it from us today. Now, we're going to be back tomorrow, as always, uh, with more helpful chat about your post-marathon life. For more information about Wiggle and this podcast series, please visit their blog at wiggle.com slash guide slash daily hyphen dose. It's in the description as always. If you want to support Calm's vital work, please visit the website at thecalmzone.net and donate or check out their events page to see how you can help Calm by running for them. Additionally, your running group, club or crew can now sign up to be a Calm community and support Calm's incredible work. You'll get loads of stuff from advice on how to support your members with Calm's vital resources to how you can help Calm's work through the thing you love, all while wearing a neon orange running top. What's not to love?